Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University, and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week, we talk about our love, ourselves, others, and higher nature, how to improve our finances, career, health, relationships, and spirituality. And today, we have a very fascinating guest, Dr. Susan Jones. She's a holistic health and lifestyle expert who taught at UCLA for over 30 years. She's the founder of Health Unlimited, and she was selected as one of the top, uh, one of the top 10 healthy American fitness leaders. She's a popular radio and TV show uh, guest and motivational speaker. She's also Pulitzer Prize nominated for her books. Uh, she's written 33 books, including the one we're going to talk about today is Uplifted, 12 Minutes to More Joy, Faith, Peace, Kindness, and Vitality. Welcome, Susan, to the show. Thank you, Alex. It's my pleasure to be with you. Yes. And uh, so I've seen a lot of your uh, you know, podcasts and your books, and it strikes me that you're a happy person. You have a joyful <laughs> essence about you. And I'm kind of wondering, how did you become happy? Because, you know, we have uh, the genetic versus environmental theory as to why people are happy. Uh, some researchers talk, uh, researchers talk about the set point, the happiness set point, that you're kind of preset for a certain happiness level. For example, you get into a serious accident, uh, but you're happy before that. You know, you're going to suffer a little bit, but you're going to go back to being happy. Or we hear people that are unhappy and they win the lottery, and they're t- momentarily happy, and then they go back down to be not happy. Some of them even commit suicide. So what do you think? How how did you become a happy person? Is it genetic or environmental? Well, I would say it's environmental. I'll just quickly give you a little backstory. It will take about five hours. Oh, okay. Well, we Um, we can do it. Yeah. yeah, When I was a teenager, my dad died unexpectedly. I was barely 16. And my grandmother saw what happened to me. In a year, I ate everything in sight. Nothing was good for me. I Mm. gained 50 pounds. I got asthma, arthritis, allergies, acne. I was Mm. bullied in school, and I didn't want to live anymore. So my grandmother from Denmark, who was not a doctor, but she was wise in the ways of living really close to the earth, she said, honey, if you come and live with me for the summer, in three months, I'll get all the extra weight off. We'll also get you from being negative to positive again. So she had my attention. And I went to live with her and I watched her and I stayed there for a year and I watched her with the neighborhood uh, folks who like someone might come over for depression or cancer or a bug bite or an earache. Uh, If they were depressed, she'd have them take their shoes and socks off and walk barefoot on her grass and appreciate the beauty of her garden and all the flowers. And that time I had with her. She taught me how to heal the body in the most natural ways Mm. possible, the key secrets to extending your life, to keeping your mind positive and uplifted. And then I went on uh, for seven more years. We were as close as could be. She passed away. I went to UCLA, got Mm. multiple degrees, taught there for 30 years. And from my grandmother's mm. wisdom, Alex, wow. okay. not to this day, yes. knocking on wood, I've never taken any medication in my life. Wow, amazing. Because I know how to live, mm. you know, what to eat and the lifestyle practices that I, oh, since 1980, have been teaching people all over the world. Yes, it's amazing. Um, how to keep their bodies healthy. Exactly. For example, when she had people um, walk in the backyard, she'd have them just be quiet for five minutes. Uh-huh. She would say, God gave us two ears and one mm. mouth, so maybe we should talk a little less. Yes. And she always said the greatest hunger of the human heart 
is to feel understood. Sometimes you just want to listen to someone. But to really answer your question, Mm -hmm. she taught me all of the key elements to keep your mind lifted Ah. and positive from the exercise, Mm -hmm. the foods you eat, the thoughts you think, um, you know, your stress level, how to keep that down, why it's important to be in nature. So Now, now let me tell you, Susan, so speaking of stress, I know you talk a lot about that, and we live in a stressful society. We have, you know, the the virus, we have economic issues, war, you know, and also loneliness and even depression. So there's a term you use, uh, I think it's uh, said halcyon life. The halcyon life is going back, I guess, to uh, so-called utopia, maybe even the Garden of Eden, right? Or times when people had peace and harmony. And you talk about ways, I guess, to get to that. And one of them you talk about is kindness. You talk about the Dalai Lama who says, my religion is kindness. Yes. And you talk about uh, having the golden rule without guarantees. Now, here at Love University, we use the phrase, extend loving energy without expectation. So, in other words, you're kind of loving to others without expecting anything back. So, I say, be like the sun. You know, the sun shines on everybody. And some people don't like yes. the sun. Uh, and they cover up. But the sun doesn't get mad or take it personal. It just keeps shining. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the idea of being like the sun or being that kindness. Uh, and I think you even mentioned offering a parking spot uh, to someone that needs it, and then you know, but of course that's hard. It's on the California. Yeah, but yes. in California though, people are not like that, right? Their ego, uh, their ego is into it, or they're impatient. So, how do you counsel people to get away from their ego and also for their impatience? Kind. Well, you know, for me, I live a very God-centered life, and when you feel God in your heart, for me, it's easier to live a positive life. My grandmother, Fritzi, taught me to live with a lot of faith. And and for me, faith is like that invisible, invincible Mm -hmm. magnet that attracts to itself whatever it fervently desires and persistently expects. Do you have a certain spiritual path or religious? Are you a religious Christian? Yes, I'm a Christian, Christian. and and I'm a very spiritual Mm -hmm. person. So faith is and God are at the hub of the wheel for me. And then I, my mom and grandmother always taught me to live, like you just said, by the golden rule. I like to treat others the way I like to be treated. And, I, and this isn't something I just adopted a few weeks ago or a couple years ago. Alex, it was about five years ago, and I won't tell you what number it was, but I went to my high school reunion, and multiple people came up to me, different people at separate times, because we they wanted us to tell people what we remembered about them. And they said to me, what I remembered about you the most is you were always nice to everyone. And when you've gone through mm. difficult times and challenges, I was in a major automobile accident. My car was totaled. I was told by the doctor in the 70s that I'd never be physically active again. And up to that point in my life, I wanted to be the first Dodger female baseball player. Oh, I'm wow. I'm great at sports. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't give me a tryout. Um, but I couldn't accept that doctor's prognosis that I could never carry anything heavier than a light purse. And with sheer determination and perseverance and faith and therapy, over six months, a lot of painful days, All of a sudden, I felt better than ever, went back to my team of doctors at UCLA. My doctor said, Susan, I I don't see any more sign of your fractured back. You seem to be free of great pain. And then he said, 
maybe this is what they refer to as a miracle, but I've never studied about that in medical school. But there are things you can do to keep your mind positive. Your mind is like a garden. Your thoughts are the seeds and you can plant flowers or you can plant weeds because there are three things, Alex, over which we have control. What we think, how we move the exercise we get and what we eat. Nobody shoves the food down your throat. And you had just said to me that it, a lot of people act um, unkindly. They mm. don't live by the golden rule. Right. They're angry. But I think you often get back what you give out. So you mm. really want to first see what's in your heart and mm-hmm. what's in your mind. I don't think it's the people in our lives, the complications, mm. or the times in which we live right. that cause us to be upset. It's what we right. think about. Well, Susan, let me say something people. now. Kindness, so you were kind in high school, and I guess people remember that. Uh, but some people would argue if you're too kind, others will take advantage of you. There are people that are maybe cruel, mean-spirited, or even evil in the world. So how do you balance that? Uh, are there times when you pull back your kindness when you see someone that is that way? Well, I honestly don't like to be around negative people. Right, but let's say you are for whatever reason. Yes, but, but if, and by the way, at Harvard a couple years ago, there was a study that Positive, optimistic people live 10 to 15% longer yes, than negative and pessimistic. If I see, you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm always tuned into my intuition. We have a, a guidance system 24 uh, 7 that never leaves us. Right. And, I, and it's loud and clear in my life. And the more you honor the in, intuitive hunches you get, the, the more they will be more active. If someone is abusive and mean, um, I will just walk in the other direction or I'll just say, I don't want to have this negative conversation. I was on Wilshire Boulevard. I wrote this in my book, Be the Change, and Barrington about three and a half years ago. And I was at a stoplight right on Wilshire, right at the front. And there was a homeless man going very slowly across the street. Um, and three lights had gone from green, yellow, red, green, three times yes. lights before he had even gotten to the middle of the road. Cars were whipping by him. Mm. I was so afraid he was going to get hit. So I got out of my car. I literally locked, took my keys. Mm. I was right in front with cars behind me. Um, I didn't want anyone to steal my car. You never know in L.A. Right. Yes, <laughs> And I went up to this man and I said, hello, my name is Susan. I'm going to help you get across the street. I didn't want him to get hit. You could tell he was mentally unstable. Mm. He just looked at me. I don't think he could even understand what was I saying. I put my hand on his shoulder. He was wearing like a 20-year-old quilt that was really dirty wrapped around him. And all of a sudden, he lifted up his hand, and he tried to punch me. So I've never had anybody do that before. And luckily, I was looking in his direction, not at where all the cars are going around us. And I ducked. He missed me. Wow. 
And I said, get across the street. I don't want you to be hit. I quickly, and all the cars behind me saw what I had done. A a few people applauded. Um, You know, so maybe a few people who saw this thought, look how she reached out to try to help someone, even though, Alex, the outcome didn't turn out the way I thought it would. I still am glad I did that. But um, and and I remind people, if you're negative, you're mm. going to shorten your lifespan. Right. 15 seconds mm. of gratitude, of just think about something for which you're grateful, changes your physiology. Yes. It lowers your blood pressure. You release um, endorphins and enkephalin, yes. serotonin, dopamine. These are the 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 chemical keys to joy and happiness yes. in your life. Definitely. And keeping so a gratitude pray. journal, they say, can reduce uh, depression by yes. 30%. You know, like writing three things you're grateful for. Yes. So positive psychology yes. is actually studying now, you know, people's brain responses to, uh, you know, these kind of uh, the techniques you're talking about. Gratitude. Yes. Uh, forgiveness. And also optimism. And optimism. Here's what I, yeah, I'm very kindness. interested. In optimism, uh, you know, it means uh, from the root word optimist to expect the best. And yes. I noticed you're a very optimistic person. Uh, they actually yeah. did a study, you may have heard of Wiseman, talks about optimistic people are often luckier because they open themselves up to opportunities. Instead of uh, grumbling that they're in a long line, they say, hey, maybe I can talk to the person next to me. Maybe they can give me some advice or maybe I can make a friend. So they're always open to making uh, new uh, connections and opportunities. Yes. And, and one thing I noticed in your book that was pretty fascinating, I think it's a great thing, you talk about a lot of synchronicities, so meaningful coincidences. Yes. Because you're open to them. Yes. And one of them, I think, was really interesting where you were um, on some kind of excursion and you saw a woman who was crying a lot. And then you walked past her and then, and then you sat down with her and you asked her what happened and she said, I lost my best friend. And then you became friends with her and she said, my biggest dream is to go to England someday. Uh, I love the culture. And you said you've been to England quite a few times. I think you said you have a home in England, if I'm not incorrect. I do, uh, yes. And then you mentioned this guy named Ben who I guess had um, a room of war <laughs> or something that uh, you really yes. became friends with their family. Uh, ben. Yes. And then you recommended her to stay with Ben uh, and, and his family. And it turned out that he was her brother that she never knew because she was adopted. Yes, so, exactly. That's, that's an amazing story. You had, look. <laughs> oh, my. And I think that's the last of about 25 stories in the yes. book. Synchronicity. Had I, had I, and she was on the bluff in Santa Monica yes. crying. And right. I walked by and I thought, I always say, God, what should I do? Show me the way. And then I wrapped around, 10 minutes later, came back. She was still there. Had I chosen not to sit down and and share with her that I had just been in England and I recommended this great bed and breakfast, uh, she never would have gone. She never would have met her long-lost brother. It, It was amazing. But you know that expression that a coincidence is... God decides to do something and remains anonymous. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yes. <laughs> that's powerful. Yes. So, and by the way, any act of kindness, whether you show it to someone else, whether you just open a door for someone or compliment them mm-hmm. or give them a little money or your time or kindness towards yourself, like yes. tonight I'm going to go to bed a little bit earlier. The, the, you're, they've done MRI studies, like you said, that I write about in the book, and yes. your brain lights up like a Christmas tree. The reward and pleasure pathways just light up, and and and, and it boosts your immune system. And yes. whatever we can do these days in this age in which we live to boost our immune system, we want to do that. 
Now, Susan, we live in a society where a lot of people are depressed and even lonely. They feel isolated. You know, a lot of people are on Zoom. They don't meet each other in person as much. And one of our goals at Love University is to help eradicate loneliness, you know, worldwide. And you talk about yeah. we're all united, kind of um, a big organism of human beings. Yes. Uh, and ideally, we can get to what Pierre Chardin said, the um, omega point, the point of unification of love uh, in the future. Uh, kind of like this ideal uh, society. Now, some people may argue that's kind of Pollyanna. People ever say that to you, you're being kind of naive and idealistic. That, you know, there's still war, war, there's still hate, there's still, you know, these problems. So how do we create this um, this ideal world, uh, shall we say? this? Uh, now, I bet a lot of young people out there, Alex, won't know who Pollyanna was. But oh, okay. It's a, great, it's, it's a book. It's a great movie to get. <laughs> yeah, and that true. used to be my nickname when oh, I was really? young. Oh, really? Okay. And, but my nickname is Sunny because I'm positive. You yes. see, uh, so a lot of people don't people, believe you. They think you're faking it, or, or how can you be so happy all the time? Just because, and there are many things I do to stay happy, hmm. uh, from food to hydration uh. to earthing to grounding. We'll talk about whatever we have time to talk about. But if you watch the news at night, and believe me, there's very little to be positive about on the news. And if you get all upset and angry, you're just adding to that consciousness of negativity. Yes. Well, you can choose not to watch the news. But when I watch the news and it's negative, which is most of the news that's on, <laughs> I do know that that, that way, where will my light, my love, my prayers go? I know there are a lot of places in this city, this country, the world that need more prayers and yes, light. of course. Um, it's easy to get depressed, but there are simple things you can do to quell depression. You talked earlier about there are a lot of lonely people out there. Remember, be the change, that wonderful Gandhi quote, mm -hmm. be the change you wish to see in the world. If you want more friends, you need to be a friend. Volunteering is a great place to meet wonderful people and that act of kindness when you volunteer um, will boost your immune system and mm -hmm. help release those chemicals in your brain and your body that lift your spirit, that make you feel better. Yes. Well, Susan, if let me you tell you are, something. Uh, I have uh, competing thoughts in my head, uh, okay. for example. Uh, uh, I'm a fat person. I'm always going to be fat. I might as well just eat and enjoy it. I want to lose weight. I want to be uh, healthy and have a good uh, good shape. So this kind of back and forth, and I think you mentioned this positive thinking may not work because, you know, you have two equal opposing forces. Uh, one says, yes, you can do it. One says you can't. And one thing that you mentioned, I think this is important. You talk about you have to feel as if you already have that state. For example, emotionally feel joyous that you have a, you know, an athletic body or, you know, a body that's in shape and healthy. And maybe even visualize yourself in the beach or something with that, with that great body. Uh, and that's very important. Now, I had a guest on my show, Ariel Ford. You may have heard about her. She's a spiritual author, former publicist for Deepak Chopra. And she talks about feelingizations is her her term, where you feel something that you already have it, and then you visualize it and you you achieve it, you you, uh, you receive it. And she talks about this uh, guy who was single. He wanted to find a wife, uh, and they invited him to a wedding party. Uh, and he said, I want two tickets, even though he didn't have anyone. So he shows up by himself, imagining that he's with his uh, future wife. And then he meets someone at the wedding, and then they eventually introduce him to a woman that becomes his wife, because he, he had that feeling. I love it. So that's a feeling. So tell us about that, uh, yeah, the way yeah. you, you feel and things. And it's about visualization. And uh, it was 
Albert Einstein, who said, your imagination is a preview of your life's coming attractions. Of course, there's the famous Henry David Thoreau quote, if you advance confidently in the direction of your dreams and you endeavor to live the life which you have imagined, you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Mm. Now, scientists have discovered, behavioral scientists, that it's more than just seeing in your mind's eye the end result of something you want to achieve. Like you said, like a fit, strong, healthy body, uh, you know, free from any disease. But you have to assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled. How would you feel if that were your current reality? You would be joyful and thankful and over the moon because it's those positive feelings that literally makes you become like a magnet for blessings so that you always attract the equivalency of what you feel, how you think, how you speak. And, And the universe will show you how to get to that place. I like what you said that he got two tickets because mm-hmm. he was an optimist and he thought mm-hmm. positively. You, it really does start with your words. Uh, are you speaking and writing and thinking positive things? Right. My, my mom used to always say to me, I want you always to think and say things that are loving kind and sweet in case you have to eat your words you've got to <laughs> like watch that. your put a yes. guard up at your mind yes. watch right. your thoughts because yes. you again you attract back yes. to you wow. what you think what you believe yes. and what you think exactly. that means you're really in charge of your life don't play the victim and it's really no th- mm. you're not a failure if you don't mm. achieve something yes you just figure that there's going to be a better way right. to get this now, so then, you're striking me as a uh, what we call the growth teacher on the Myers-Briggs, um, extrovert, intuitive, feeling, and structured. Does that sound like you on the, on the personality type? Have you ever taken that, that test? Again? Say okay, that again. Uh, extroverted, you sound like your extroverted yes. energy. Yes. Uh, intuitive. Yes. Uh, feeling and structured. You like to organize. Yes. Okay, so you're the. Yes, yes. I and, and organize. Okay, and so, so you're the, you're what we call the growth, you're the growth teacher. You're 5% of the population. I wrote a book on this, by the way. Love oh, types. I love this. Um, keep um, telling um, me. Teach yeah, me. Yeah, love compatibility based on your Myers Briggs type. So your uh, growth teachers are actually pretty rare. They're about 5% of the population. And they're people that want to inspire others, you know, growth and um, psychology, philosophy, spirituality. So you do have that interesting personality, and then uh, you know structure. Are you the same way? Uh, similar, actually. I'm more internal energy. I'm a little more introvert energy. Yes. And actually, a little more spontaneous. So yes. uh, I think that's where we were different. In fact, I really kind of laughed when you said the wallet thing because my wallet is kind of messed up with a lot of stuff oh, in it. Oh, the wallet uh, thing. And, and, and you said that all your yes. daughters are organized, very, uh, yes, very organized. Yes, yes. And if my money gets too old, I go to the bank and I say, "Can you replace oh, these bills?" Okay. Because I think if you, I I wrote about this in detail in Wired for High Level Wellness Uh and in Uplifted. Right. And I think if you respect your money, it's going to be grateful for for you. Exactly. It will grow. Yeah. You said that your friend that was unemployed and her wallet was all messed up. You went next door to the store, you bought her a wallet. Yes. And turns out she gets a job working in that store just uh, yes. spontaneously, right? Because of this, yes. this energy. So that's kind of cool. And we had lunch at, in the country mart in Brentwood because mm. they phased out her job yes. and she was depressed about that. She yes. had sent out resumes, mm. nothing was working. So she said, Can you come in and 
inspire me. And she took one of my workshops on prosperity, excuse me, about a year before. And we we talked and talked. And then when the bill came and we had a nice lunch, she opened up her wallet Mm -hmm. and it was tattered and old and money fell out, Mm -hmm. dirty money all over. And I said, don't you remember what I taught you in the prosperity workshop? She said that was one thing that she hadn't done yet. So I pretended like I had to go to the restroom (laughs) next door and got what I saw in the window, this beautiful teal wallet. And I slipped a $50 bill and I came back to the table. You're very generous, Susan. You're pretty generous uh, person. Well, because I know it will come back to Ah, me many folks. So you give it out and you receive it. Yes. Uh, And so I took her back to the store where I got it. She was eyeing it before I met her that day in the window, and she knew she couldn't afford the wallet. And I overheard the lady at the counter, the manager, saying that her husband got a promotion. They had to move immediately. She had to find a new manager. And and I, I was actually listening. And Sarah was over on the other side trying on scarves. I rushed over, told her what I heard. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that three years before, Sarah had applied for that job and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. This lady did. And then I, I said to the lady, um, I'm so sorry. I overheard what you were saying, but this is Sarah and she's looking for a job, and she applied for this job before. Long story short, she got the job. Mm. The lady behind the counter was shocked at how quickly mm. that happened, right. and, and everyone's everyone was happy. But mm. I think we're usually in the right place at the right time. Mm. And instead of asking the universe, why is this happening to me, yes. acting more like a victim, change that little preposition to why is this happening for me? And like it. it's often in the quiet and stillness. If you mm. can take, I'm a huge believer in mm. meditation. Or you can say, take, it, now this happened to me, what can I do with what's happened to me to improve it? So there'll be another one. You know, what lesson can I learn? Yes. Another, another yes, way to look yes. At that, that's beautiful. Yes. Now let me ask you, uh, one thing is you mentioned 12 minutes to uh, all these things, joy, faith, and peace. And you talk about 12 as a mystical number, you know, the 12 tribes of Israel, 12 disciples, and it has a special significance. But also I think the idea that it's a, a short little thing you can do. And, and Tom Brady's number is 12. Oh, there you go. You're a fan. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Okay. So, yeah. the, so the key is, uh, I guess, having these uh, short, um, you know, time-wise yes. things that you can do for yourself and others. Yes. Uh, you talk about uh, praying. You do prayer walk. You said yeah. uh, write a love letter, appreciation to, so, to someone you care about. Uh, also, t- uh, take care of yourself, you said. Um, maybe you said put on some beautiful bed sheets on your bed. Yes. Uh, walk in sand, you know, feel the sand on your feet. Uh, yes. Go to bed 12 minutes earlier. So kind of like you're following what we do here. I think we were very simpatico. And that love university is loving yourself, yes. others, and a higher nature. So it sounds yeah. like you're incorporating all this stuff in these uh, 12-minute steps yeah. you're doing. And by the way, I, a lot of people say, well, I don't like you to say you have to love yourself. You, that makes you vain. I think it makes you indestructible. Mm. You've got to fill yourself up first, and then you've got more to give to other people. And I picked 12 minutes because mm. a lot of people don't have a day or so my light just went out there. Oh. Don't have a but, but, day. But, but, but or, not the real light. You still have that one going. Yes. No, exactly. <laughs> or or an hour. But most people can carve out 12 minutes. And, and if 
I don't think you have to change everything at once. If you yes. make simple, small steps with enthusiasm, Emerson said nothing great was ever hmm. achieved without hmm. enthusiasm right. and consistency. Yes. Then these will slowly become your new normal. Hmm. And we all have the keys within us to unlock the the power we have to, yes. to create wonderful lives. Yeah. And also I think, way to summarize this is laugh and the whole world laughs with you uh, because you have a lot of humor in your book. You actually have a, a I found that interesting. You put stories of humor in between all the serious uh, research and uh, stuff you talk about. And I have intermissions. I have humor time. <laughs> I give you lots of jokes and funny yes. things to make you laugh. Exactly. Do you have a little joke for us for right now? Anything you can think of at the moment? Yes. Yes. Uh, listen, contrary to popular belief, Alex, if you put, Four extra of those bounce sheets in the dryer when you're washing your sheets. That's not going to guarantee that you'll bounce out of bed any quicker in the morning. <laughs> okay, good point. Or, or here's because I'm a big believer, and you got to get a lot of sleep. You'll oh, okay. be very depressed if you don't. True. You'll gain weight. You yes. won't be healthy. Of uh, what kind of sheets did the gingerbread man sleep on? What kind? Cookie sheets. <laughs> okay, I like that. Okay, so uh, be like spontaneous, like a child. In some ways, you said fun-loving, laugh, and humor. But also, I mean, yeah, you take life I mean, seriously I, I, in other ways, too, right? Because you're dis- yeah, you have discipline as well. Yes, so, there's an old Scottish saying that angels fly because they take themselves lightly. And throughout uh, the day, it's really good to re take little five-minute breaks just yes. to reset. Okay. Just like your computer can get really Yes. and slow right if you're running too many programs your mind is the same way yes yeah. and it's good to reset everything yeah, i like to take a, like a little a little hot tub or maybe lift a little bit of weights you know like you said a little bit of break yes yes uh, or, or, or a beautiful cup of tea and i'll talk in a moment about water why it's so important mm. to keep your body hydrated because i have some show and tell for us today and my mm. office is so fragrant with all these herbs <laughs> that are all around me i see but they're little simple things you can do just yes. a big yeah. glass of well, water. Well, we have so much. We do have to run, but I mean, you have oh. so much to offer. We'd love to have you back. Would you like to come back on the show? Oh, sure, that uh, would be great. Uh, give us a part two. I'd love to see the demonstrations. I know you have some food there available and, and other things you can talk about. Uh, we'd love to have you. And uh, so you have a very light energy. So it's it's very deep. Like what you do. I notice that. So based on love, you have a lot of love inside you. Uh, yes, and, uh, I do. So I wonder if you were I, I like that way. As a, were you born that way a little bit as a little kid? I was. My mom and grandmother were always mom and grandma. that way. But yeah, how about your dad? Were, your dad wasn't that way. He wasn't around that much, okay. and then he died when okay. I was barely sixteen. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, so when I was with him, he was loving, but okay. I, I didn't spend a whole lot of time with him. Right. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you next time about relationships too. How two loving people can yes. create light in the world. Uh, so until next time, tell us about, I know you have this great book here, Uplifted, that you've been talking about. Uh, where yes. can we learn more about your website, your uh, coaching? And I think, do you still do the uh, trail hikes too? Do you do, do, do that? Yes. Okay. When people want to go into the Santa Monica Mountains where I went this morning, okay. you can go to my website, susansmithjones.com. Okay. Right there on, under books, you, you can find out, um, you can get an autographed copy of any of my books from me. And they all come with a note card and a bookmark. Uh, you can go to Amazon to get the books on my homepage, susansmithjones.com. Every day I have a brand new quote to uplift wow. you and a daily mm. affirmation. Yes. 
Follow me on Twitter at Susan Smith Jones and sign up for my free monthly healthy living newsletters. Very nice. Okay. So you have everything going. I love your quotes. I was like, you're the the, the mistress of quotes, right? You have all the these. The quote uh, lady. Yes. The quote lady. That's, right. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, uh, anyone wants to comment on today's show or have questions for uh, Susan, they can reach us at 310-226-8090. They can visit us at loveuniversity.love. Write to us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. Susan, it's been a wonderful pleasure to have you on. we got to do part two of uh, this because there's so much to talk about. You have so much Thank wonderful you. knowledge. Until next time, love yourself, others, and higher nature. And uh, I'll give you the last word, a word of advice. Thank you. And go out and celebrate yourself in life. I like that. Thank you very, Susan, for being here. This is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University. That was a great interview we had with Dr. Susan Joan, an expert in health, fitness, spirituality. And her whole concept is to how to uplift yourself every day through gratitude, optimism, and kindness. And some people say they don't have time to be kind to others, but in reality, when you're kind to others, you're also kind to yourself. Whatever you have outwardly, you're going to have inwardly. So if you express loving energy to others, you will receive it in return and replenish what you have so you can become stronger, wiser, and more loving as well. So if you want to be in Love University, you have a show idea. You can reach us at loveuniversity.love. Call us at 310-226-8090. Write to us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. You can download us at Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Love University Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Love Letter U Podcast. So this week, go out and express loving energy without expectation. Be kind, be grateful, be optimistic. Take care of yourself, love yourself, love others, and a higher nature. Until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University. Class is now dismissed.